This is KTLF. I'm Ellie Singer, and I have in the studio with me Amanda Koldenhoven, who represents the wonderful outreach of Operation Christmas Child. Amanda, so good to have this time with you. Thank you. Good morning. And Amanda, we're going to be talking about a few things with Operation Christmas Child. The engine has kind of started on OCC, right? We are in high gear right now, getting ready for National Collection Week coming in November. So what about 2022? I mean, it seems like Operation Christmas Child grows and grows and grows. This wonderful outreach through Samaritan's Purse and a simple shoebox transforms the lives of a child. And I'm sure there's probably a ripple effect, too. Absolutely. Of that, where we're inviting listeners to pack a shoebox and also just learn more about OCC and the impact that a simple shoebox, the delight to get to pack one and doing that yourself. Both sides of the shoebox have a blessing. <laughs> it's the truth. So 2022, what did that look like? It was an amazing year. You know, we often think about the economy and what's going to happen. And the Lord's hand is just in this ministry at all times. He mobilizes the people to do his work. And we saw that 2022 globally collected, I just love this number, 10 million. shoebox gifts were packed. And there's about (laughs) 10 countries that are sending countries now. It's grown beyond just the United States into Europe and Asia. And globally, that is a lot of children touched. No kidding. Well, when you and when you say ten countries, I'm sure it varies, but you break that down. That's about a million per country. Absolutely. And even locally here, we had a fantastic year. So in the Colorado Springs area, we actually have two full teams here. Colorado Springs is so so large. We have so many different groups and communities covering all the way from Monument down to Fountain, Widefield, and then even up into Woodland Park, out to the Eastern Plains. We have a large region, so we're split into two teams, but just the Colorado Springs area team brought in over 22,000 shoeboxes last year. And wow. there's another team in the area. So we really did see a lot of shoebox gifts show up during National Collection Week last year. So it that's was an amazing year. Team. That was just one team, not the second team, not even the second team. They had thousands more. (gasps) So that's amazing. Fantastic year in 2022. But lest we rest on our laurels, so to speak, there are so many children that have just not been touched yet. Right. So we have more to do in 2023. Oh, that's yeah. And and we will. It'll be interesting to see what the numbers will be then. Just agreed. Very exciting. And it's such a wonderful outreach. You, um, as we talked about getting the engine started, now you're busy getting things rolling now with Operation Christmas Child. And what exactly, what's taking place at this point? We are. We're headed towards the beginning of our real heavy season. And that is always starts with our project leaders. So there are churches and community groups across Colorado Springs, monument areas that are going to lead, these project leaders are going to lead their church, lead their community group with the initiative of Operation Christmas Child. These are the men and women who 
feel passionate, want to share the message, and put the plans together to get their groups organized. Some of them do it through packing parties. They ask perhaps their troop, maybe it's an American Heritage Girl group or a Boy Scout group, to bring in items possibly even all year. They're going to then have a big packing party and pack shoeboxes as a group. Others, they focus more individually and they say, at our church, we would like you to grab a shoebox and fill it with your family. Get your children involved in picking the items that are going to be packed in that shoebox and opened by a child on the other end. And so we have to get all of those project leaders going right now. And in fact, if you've ever thought my church should do Operation Christmas Child. I wonder why we don't. Most likely, it's because they need a project leader. And if you are interested, that event is coming up in September. And on SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC, you can find the events happening in our area. Just put in your zip code and it'll tell you exactly where and when the project leader events are happening. So that's for the person that may be interested in being a project leader Absolutely. and getting something started at their church. Or what about a project leader? Is that mostly within churches or is somebody in their business of can course. get that going with their business? Because I've seen that happen in the past, Absolutely. past too, that a business will take it on Absolutely. And, and turn it into a party, a packing party and all that. So Certainly. anybody that is in a group type setting or situation can do that. It may be a homeschool group that gets together. Okay. They normally meet at the park and they have a play date and they decide we're going to be a group. It doesn't have to even be a formal group that has a name. It can just be a group of friends. Sometimes neighborhoods, there's just a couple of families that like to get together and they pack their shoeboxes and they have a project leader. We take groups of all types, companies, businesses, community organization, and of course, churches often are a lot of our project leaders, but they are certainly not limited to being a church. And I think the whole idea of a packing party sounds fantastic, too. How They're a lot of fun, fun. Is that? Yeah. They're a lot of fun. So again, if somebody's interested in being a project leader and getting something started, mm -hmm. again, growing OCC in whatever group, their business, their church, SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. OCC, of course, for Operation Christmas Child. Exactly. And you'll find local events and be able to just not only find out when the events, where the events are occurring based upon your zip code, but also how to register, who to contact if you have additional questions. Okay. And with the packing parties, the project leaders, what about someone that's not able to get out? And pack a shoebox. Absolutely. There are two fantastic options that I just have loved that have surfaced over the years. One is we need box sponsors. If you don't pack boxes, but you still have a heart for getting these boxes to children, we have a lot of shoeboxes that don't come with the requested $10 that help not only ship the box, but also provide for the greatest gift, which is the gospel message in the language of the child that's receiving the box. All of that has a, a cost. And so if you've ever just not been able to pack a box, but still want to support the ministry, sponsor boxes. We want to get every one of those boxes into the hands of a child. But maybe you want to pack a box. You just don't have the ability to be out and about shopping. We can build a box online now. And that is a lot of fun. You actually choose boy or girl. You get to choose the age. You pick the items that go in. You're going to start with a wow item, something that when they open the lid of the box, 
makes him say wow. Yeah. It could be a soccer ball and a pump. It could be a doll. It might be a clothing set, but something that grabs that child's attention and Mm -hmm. tells them, I am excited. And then all the other items you get to pick from a plethora of options, everything from crafts and activities, personal care, toys. You even can write a message Mm -hmm. and upload a picture to send in your box. I love that part of it. I have packed a box before online, and it was so much fun. The catalog's fantastic. It you know, is. You choose like the wow gift, and then choose two from this category, or two exactly. three from this. And I thought it is so beautifully put together. Really, it's almost as as delightful and joyful as packing your own box. It's it really is a fulfilling thing. So it's none. It's no less fulfilling than you know back in the regular box not at all all. and you include a personal note just like you do your own box that you packed in your home and anybody can do that any time of year too it's not just exactly toward later part of the year i have met people who they like to spread the cost out of what they would like to donate so for example they say i would love to pack 10 boxes a year but november that is a tough month for me So instead, they pack a shoebox in January and another one in February and so on throughout the year. They spread it out and it's something they do on a certain day of the month. That's their shoebox day. First of the month, they go pack a shoebox. Talk about user friendly. (laughs) I love it. I think the hardest thing is making the choices of which items you're going to put in your box. It's not the technology. It's actually making a choice because you want to send it all. (laughs) I told you my story off mic about... The first time I packed, I prayed it would go to little weightlifter children. Exactly. I went way overboard with it. I think most of us started with that. <laughs> it was pretty funny, and I packed it hard, but and it was heavy at that. I bet the child might weigh close to this. There you box. go. You put the child in the box. Well, and the thing about packing shoe boxes is they are as personal and personalized as the children that are receiving them. Yes. And so when you think about putting something in a box, that thought, that is God-inspired. And just an example, uh, last year was the 200 millionth box that was collected and distributed. And a ceremonial box was delivered to a young lady in the Ukraine. Her name was Natalia. And Mm. of all the items in her shoebox, the thing that stood out for her was a yellow flashlight. And the reason was when the air raid sirens would go off in her country with Mm. the war going on, she would have a lot of fear. And that flashlight gave her light. It gave her safety to get to where she needed to be when the air raid sirens would go off. That was the item. And so often we we maybe think it's the wow item. And it may be. It might be the soccer ball. But it often is the an item that we wouldn't have even thought of. I know I've often heard it's a washcloth because the child lives in an orphanage and they've always shared a washcloth. They've never had one of their own. Mm -hmm. So the washcloth was something personal and theirs. And it's not so much the item, it's the fact that they feel seen by God. And by being seen, that changes everything. And And you told one story out of 200 million potential stories, Amanda. And that's, every one of them is a story. Yeah, and these boxes, I've heard so many stories, and we'll talk about that another time, but that they have a, these boxes have an assignment. 
That they box with that do. yellow flashlight had an assignment for Natalia, Natalia right? Natalia. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then thinking about just the situation in the Ukraine, that's the kind of thing. That flashlight, when it's done, you know, it just doesn't work anymore. She's not getting rid of it. Oh, no. that That's going to be a lifelong <laughs> possession. No question asked. Probably put it in a little, you know, a little box, one of the little um, memory type boxes. <laughs> exactly. And as you mentioned, you know, 200 million boxes, that seems... Like such a large number, and it is. However, the need is so much greater. Uh, one of the the key missions over the next five years that Operation Christmas Child has is to reach unreached people groups. Mm-hmm. And I'm still amazed by the statistics. There are still 7,000 unreached people groups across the globe. These are groups that have never heard the gospel. They may be small, they may be large, but they encompass over 3 billion people. And of that, 1 billion of them are children. And Mm. those are unreached people, a billion children. So yes, 200 million is a wonderful number, Mm -hmm. but 1 billion, that's five times that, that we haven't even met yet. The good news is in 2022, because this is such a focus area, there was a strong emphasis put and 99 new unreached people groups were reached in 38 different countries just last year alone with Operation Christmas Child shoebox gifts. Wow. And that's, it seems like such a simple thing, but then the gospel is much more simple than the we make it too. The gospel is simple. And the ripple effect of that, we'll talk about that another time, but ripple effect of that, the families that are affected, you know, or the other children in orphanage, I'm sure none of them go without in particular orphanages and things, but um, what a life-giving ministry. Now, we have had, KTLF has had a relationship, a working partnership with Operation Christmas Child, because we so believe in this ministry, your ministry, for 20-some years, I think it is. Exactly. It's been at least 20-plus years. Wow. And so you, listening friend, right now, you can actually go to our website, ktlf.radio, and there you'll see a list of items that we're collecting. And that's some items that'll help fill in the boxes where maybe the no-nos are dropped in there like, oh, I didn't know I couldn't put candy or liquid stuff in there. Um, That'll help fill up boxes that have some space because Operation Christmas Child wants to fill up every nook and cranny of those boxes. But so you can go to ktlf.radio for that. Would you mind repeating that with the project managers? Absolutely. Our project leaders or anyone who's just interested in learning more about Operation Christmas Child can go to www.samaritanspurse.org slash OCC and find information, everything from what are fantastic wow item ideas to what should I skip in my shoebox? Right. Thank you so much for your time, Amanda. Really appreciate it. Love having this working partnership and this this connectivity with you, with KTLF. Again, listening friends, if you go to ktlf.radio, you can get the information there about all things Operation Christmas Child. And let's get this thing going. Exactly. Let's get started.